Welcome to the Harvest House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, you can find us at harvesthouse.live.
this was a central uh, text for literal Christianity back in the first century. So this was the text that the Ephesians church turned to for guidance in very complicated theological disputes because they couldn't get their heads around what was going on. And it's interesting that God, uh, we talk about sentient and godlike, and so God wasn't covert and kind of a cloudy gray area. God is all about the holy things.
an obvious disrespect. This is who you're leading to talk about the name of God or the master of the Jews. So we see that right out of the gate. We see the single pinnacle of this campaign to get rid of John the Baptist is right there. Because the very title John has been talking about is the name of God. And so that's the disrespect that they're leading to. This passage is about the discipline that is followed to lead Darius to lead Israel to the Messiah. So this is John the Baptist. The last verse will say that John the Baptist was baptized by John the Baptist. So who do you think this is? And this is what they say. Jesus of the Jews is doing this. And so the women begin to ridicule Jesus because he's talking about John. He really is the Baptist. Some people by taking a little water and saying, Hey, you need to have anointed by me. Okay? So Jesus comes to the body and he throws them off the edge. He gets back, gets them back to their place. And after a brief conversation, Jesus says, Come out of the place and I forbid you to be unclean for a little while. The woman continues to declare, I'm glad it's over. Finally, Jesus says, Hey, enough. Even sorcery exposes the truth that is practiced out of the open. The woman acknowledges his statement in a moment of truth by calling Jesus a prophet. So we kind of read that Jesus is starting to call her something and she's like pushing back. So Jesus is like, oh yeah, you have five husbands. You know about that? That's the normal way we read it, isn't it? I mean, Jesus is trying to talk to her like, man, that's kind of similar to my life. Isn't that right? She's like, oh yeah, you have five husbands. By way, she got to know Jesus, but to avoid dealing with the real issues of life. So she goes running past that huge thing talking to the nearby. You will see me when you go to Jerusalem, and you will see me running through streets of Jerusalem. Like, she's like, I know who you are. Though this may not be the only way to read the text, this is how it's commonly understood. And it follows a general negative view of the Samaritan. presupposes that the woman was particularly available. This feeds the entire conversation in kind of a negative way. I would like to recommend a wholly different perspective on the biblical story. Though it is not the most scientific or scientific perspective to be available for rescue to her, it is especially important for Jesus. At the very least, it deserves your attention and evaluation. One of my favorite was uh, the Midrash, the, 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 the rabbi said, 
allowed to worship God. But the thing is that women were not allowed in the Lord's presence. And so Jesus was answering them and saying, you can't do that. In fact, you can't do that. You can go into public and worship
can do the wicked world a disservice. You can come to God if you will.
I'm the pastor. I'm the anointed man or person of God. And then the oil of God flows from me out to you. And if you're not in right alignment with me, then you can't flow that water. How weak is God or how powerful am I? Both of which are true. This text and the sins that we find in the church, we would culturally, abnormally, for a man, let alone a rabbi, speak in the name of the Lord. Men were not consistent testimony bearers in the Old Testament. So Jesus was all of these things. Jesus was what we call super law. takes the cultural norm and there you go Jesus looks and says here's what I have to say about the natural law you know that's just what he does and so what we have to recognize is the writers want us to understand this is such an important point that we see more conversations about this kind of law than anybody else ever sees in the New Testament. Shouldn't that get our attention? If ever there was a revolutionary upending that he's done, look, this is deeply important that there is an egalitarian system that Jesus is here to endorse where all people are equal and there's not this weird hierarchy structure where some people are above and some people are below. We thought of it like that in the Old Testament.
the one who comes to our aid. God is attached to us with a love that is tender and that will not let us go. It's also important to realize that male and female metaphors are used. Male and female metaphors. What does that mean? Metaphors. Movement.
that Jesus could receive the Father. But how many times have you heard that the Father can't receive you? We don't really believe the kind of Christianity when we re-create it by our perspective. God the Father is the top tier, the sphere of sonship with the Father. So it is a wonder that humanity, that our here in the world becomes hierarchical. That's just the way it works. We see it that way. And that is really just kind of vivid. I don't go to the Asian function very often. That's terrifying. I don't use that word often. That is terrifying. When we structure the kingdom as hierarchical, we are breaking apart the value of the kingdom. this thing where you have marriage counseling where some people say like that it's the husband's job to be the head and he gives this whole thing about how you're to guard over your wife just as the father guards over the church and then he gives this thing about how the wife is to submit to the husband and it's the job of the wife to make sure that the the husband is supported just like the son uh, submits to the will of the father. Do you see what we just did? broke apart the kingdom. You can't do that. But that's not where we are. Think of this for a second. That kingship, so that you've got the head that's the father. You've got the head of the house, which is the husband. And then you've got the wife's job in the family is to heard someone say that you can teach the fire of God being in your 
Thank you for listening to this message from Harvest House Church. For more information, find us online at harvesthouse.live.